The Rebbe starts off the Sicha by saying that we know the rule that Torah is Nitzchis, Torah is eternal. And this is true regarding every aspect of Torah, even those matters in Torah that physically don't apply nowadays. Nevertheless, they also apply spiritually. And we know, in fact, that all of the Ruchnis is actually the source for Gashmias. Says the Rebbe, the same is true with, in regards to what says in our Parsha. It discusses the counting of Bnei Gershoin, Bnei Merori. And the beginning of this was already in the previous Parsha, the end of the previous Parsha, the counting of Bnei Kahos, which finishes in our Parsha. That even though physically we don't have this in an eternal way, because this was a command to count them. And it was counted only one time. In this, during the second year from when they left Mitzrayim, nevertheless, spiritually, this is an eternal matter. In order to explain this, the Rebbe first explains why is it that the Yidin needed to be in the desert for 40 years. Yes, it's true that as a result of the Chet HaMeraglim, there was a decree they shouldn't go into the land for 40 years, one year corresponding to each day that the Meraglim went through the land. However, this Gzeda was only they shouldn't go into Eretz Yisroel. Since their sin was they didn't want to go into Eretz Yisrael, they were punished that they won't go into Eretz Yisrael. Mido connected Mido. However, they could have been 40 years in an inhabited place, not in Eretz Yisrael, but not in the Midbar. And especially as the Pasuk describes it, such a great and awesome and frightening Midbar with all the snakes and scorpions and no water, etc. So the explanation of this, the Al-Tarebbe gives in Lekutei Torah in the beginning of this week's Parsha, that the reason that they didn't traveled in the Midbar with the Mishkan and its Kalim, was in order to subdue the power of the Klipois, subdue those Klipois that are receiving their sustenance from Kedusha. And it, this happens specifically in the Midbar. This is a place where Klipa has more room to be able to exist and to grow. And the Yidden, by being there, they were knocking down, they were subduing the Klipa. Furthermore, by subduing the Klipois and the darkness which blocks on Elikos, they actually were able to draw down Gileelikos. And in order to be able to achieve this, this is why they were in the Midbar for 40 years. How did did this work? Well, first of all, simply, by the Eden traveling through the Midbar. So on a simple Gashmizdika level, the cloud was killing all the snakes and scorpions. They also transformed it into a more inhabited place. Generally, the difference between a Midbar and a regular settled place is in, in regards to two general concepts. Number one is that people don't live there. But when Yidin were now there, 600,000 Yidin being there, you could definitely say there are people living and, and dwelling and settling and being in the Midbar. Number two is that a Midbar is usually a place where things don't grow. But when the Yidin were in the Midbar, the water from the Be'er of Miriam was actually, actually caused that all sorts of grasses and trees grew in an unlimited way. Says the Rebbe, this is also the reason why the Levim are specifically being counted, those from 30 years and up, and they're being counted for their avoid of carrying the Mishkan and its Kalim. Because as I said before, what's the idea of carrying the Mishkan and the Kalim? It's about transforming the Midbar into a more inhabited place, into a more spiritual place of Gilealikos. What's the concept of counting? Because as a result of counting, they become a, a dover choshuv. There's a rule in halacha that something that's counted cannot be bottled. Something that's usually counted does not become nullified even in a bigger amount. So the idea being over here is in order for the midbar not to impact them 
And on the contrary, they should be able to transform the Midbar into an inhabited place, into a holy place. They are counted to give them this special chivus that they shouldn't um, become bottle in the Midbar. Says the Rebbe, this idea of making the Midbar into an inhabited place and a koyach that's given on the, to this from above. By, the, by this command to count them, um, this is something that's eternal, like all in Yonam of Torah, in every single generation. And that is, when a Yid contemplates and thinks about the surra- surroundings and the environment where he is, sometimes he will find that, spiritually speaking, he's in a midbar, a place where Adam Sham, there's no man that lives there, but here the Rebbe is translating Adam as an Adam Elia in the supernal being, Kvayachal, a place where there's no Kedusha, no, the Hashem is not found there. Because most of the people in his environment don't know anything about godliness, about Adam El Yoin. And even those that do know, and those that are sometimes inspired to do what the Abishta wants, nevertheless we know that ain't Sadiq Baharitz, there's no one perfect that does only good and doesn't do any sin. Or at least, Yechto in the sense that he's not missing something and doing things 100% properly, the way things need to be done in his Avoidah. So if that's the case, it seems to be that he's, he finds himself in a midbar, a place where no man lives, meaning to say there's no Kedusha, Adam or Elyon is not there in a settled way, in a permanent way, Hashem can't be there. And therefore the person that's trying to do Avoido could become depressed and uh, become sad, and to try to abandon his shlichus in the place where he needs to be amongst those that are, are what's called Ircha, literally meaning the poor people of your city, but the people where you are, to try to help them, and you want to run away to somewhere else. So this is the Ha'ira from, from this parsha that he didn't travel in the Midbar to change it, to transform it. And just like when they traveled in the Midbar, that was according to the Tzivu of Hashem. And they transformed the Midbar to an inhabited place, so too is regarding every single Yid in all times, that wherever he finds himself, even if it's a place that's seemingly a Midbar Shomim, a desolate place, a barren place, Nevertheless, the fact that he is there is not by chance chas v'shalom. It's, of course, part of the shlichus of Hashem. As the Pesach says, Me Hashem gever that it's from Hashem that the footsteps of man are set. So that he should transform this place through his avoid to a place where Adam Elyon, where man, Hashem, could dwell there. Now, based on what the Rambam says, that it's not only Shevet Levi, but each and every Yid, that wants to make himself and dedicate himself to Hashem and separate himself from all the other things and serve Hashem. And Hashem should be his portion and his lot. Just like the Abishta gave the Kayim and Levim, each and every Yid could be involved in this as well. So as long as the Yid wants to get involved in this Savoida, to be able to teach other Yid and Torah and the Abishta's righteous ways, then the Abishta gives him also this Koyach and this Hashivus, also in the sense of, like we said before, that he shouldn't be bottled, and the Rebbe says this itself in a few stages, going higher and higher. First of all, as the Pasuk says by Bnei Gershon, they should count the Bnei Gershon, them as well, which means to say that you're only secondary to someone that's greater than you, but then ultimately getting to the level of Bnei Kahas, where they're counted by itself. And through this you have the power to transform the place where you are, even if it was a Midbar, to a Dira for Hashem. Says the Rebbe, this Haira is also applicable to the avoid of a person within himself. In other words, besides influencing others. When a person makes a chesh ben from everything that went on, on in his life, sometimes the bottom line of his calculation is that his own conduct was like an 11 of a, a level of a midbar. 
and chas v'shalem, he can become depressed because of this, or lose hope, give up. He can think to himself, how could I change all of my way of conduct? And especially if he did it again and again to the extent, as the Gemara says, you do something a number of times, now it almost seems permissible to you. Especially if you got used to doing it more than twice and it becomes mamish part of your nature. So the Rebbe says, the Hira is that just like B'nai Levi, they were those that were over 30 years old and above that. And up until now, they didn't serve in the Mishkan. Nevertheless, they're being given to Koyach now. And Nosoyah Suresh, they're being lifted up. That from now on, you could carry the Mishkan and transform the Midbar to an inhabited place. And in fact, this is exactly what happened. So too is with each and every one of us that regardless of one situation until now, if you only decide that from now on you're going to stand in front of Hashem to serve Hashem, you'll get the koyach to purify yourself and also your begodim, as it says regarding the yidin then. So in other words, our spiritual garments as well. We'll be able to transform all of this and purify this from all negative things that it should be. In other words, all those things that were previously on the level of Midbar, we can now draw down a likus into our nefesh, and the Abishta will be able to say regarding each and every yid, v'shachanti b'soycham, I dwell inside of them to make a place for Hashem. Says the Rebbe, in order for the person and his surroundings should all become a dearer for Hashem, we need to work in two modes, sur and v'asei toiv. Stay away from bad and doing good, similar to a physical and human king. When we want to make a place for him, so first, we need to clean out the place from all sorts of filth and dirt, and then we can bring in the most beautiful pieces of furniture and so on. So, to when we make the dira for Hashem, there's two aspects, there's Sur Meirah and Asay Toif. Says the Rebbe, this too is hinted by Bnei Gershon and Bnei Kaos, the ones that carry the Mishkon. Gershon is from the word of Gerushin, chasing away, which is the idea of Sur Meirah. Kahas, the Pasuk says, yikhas amim, which means the nations will gather to him, this is when we're gathering, collecting all of the positive things. Now, just like physically Gershon was actually born before Kaos, so to an hour avoid the first we have Sur Meirah and then Vasei Toiv, similar to the way we um, put in the beautiful furniture only after we cleaned up the whole place. Just to point out that in the footnote over here, the Rebbe says the fact that Bnei Kaos are counted first is because of their Chashivus. Because they carry the Oroin. And as the Rebbe goes on and explains that even in Sur Meirava Asei Toiv, even though we first need to start, we start with taking away the bad, but we know that the focus, the ultimate is, the purpose is the Asei Toiv, bringing in the positivity. Says the Rebbe, these activities of Sur Meirava Asei Toiv could also be understood from the difference between that which Bnei Gershon carried and that which Bnei Kahas carried. Bnei Gershon were carrying the Uriyos, the curtains, the coverings, of the Mishkan, whereas the Bnei Kahas were carrying the actual vessels of the Mishkan, the Oroin and the Shulchan, etc. What is the difference between the Yeriyos and the Kalim? The Yeriyos, these coverings, is what we call Makif, it's surrounding, it's protecting. Whereas the Kalim, each one has a particular job, a particular task, what it needs to accomplish. We know there's the Oroin that contains the Luchos, we have the Shulchan for the Lechem upon him, etc., etc., in Avoida, this means that the concept of Sur Meira, that which Gershon was doing, these coverings, the negative, that's mainly to protect the person from that which is forbidden and what, what might be harmful. But then comes the Asei Toiv. We start doing the mitzvahs, which are testimonies and so on, and each one of these mitzvahs represent a certain thing. Our hand that gives out tzedakah now becomes a Merkava, a vehicle for Hashem, and so on and so forth. Says the Rebbe, through these two avoiders together, 
we make the Mishkan and the Dira for Hashem in the most perfect way.